0: A Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Do you happen to know what day it is?
2: This day we all get the crap scared out of us by blood vampires. Tax day.
1: <laughs> Today
3: is the day! Pay tax, federal tax, social security tax. Son,
4: I pay tax. I
5: pay Taxes?
1: Taxes? I don't pay no taxes.
5: Paying taxes? It's, it's tax,
6: tax season. Bring your taxes. No taxes. No with, with taxes. Showtime.
5: Six oh seven. Yes, I know it's the eighteenth. Yes, I know taxes are usually due on the 15th, but because the 15th fell on a Saturday this year, that means you don't have to pay until Monday the 17th. However, uh, however, um, it's a uh, federal holiday in Washington, D.C., and so you don't have to pay taxes until today.
7: Technically just a district holiday, Yeah, because it, it doesn't apply to the entire United States. But since Washington, D.C. wasn't working, nobody has
5: to. And that's good news for you if you needed an extra few days to come up with the coinage to send off to Washington, (laughs) D.C. Now, today is also the last day, by the way, if you want to file an extension. That will get you into October 15th. Keep in mind, though, if you file an extension on your tax filings, it does not extend what you owe. You still must estimate your taxes and pay those today yeah they don't
7: really care when the paperwork shows up but the check has to be there you know postmarked today
5: it's okay if the government uses your money for a year as a free loan and doesn't pay you any interest however it's not okay if you use your money (laughs) don't pay the government um you know interests they'll want their interest and they'll also fine you too and if you're doing it on purpose, you might even go to jail. You Guys, got your taxes all done?
2: Sure, I did mine in February. Not, Shh. not bragging. I haven't got my return back.
5: Shut up! You are too brag. Got mine done in February. <laughs>
2: well, why don't you wait till the
7: last minute,
5: losers? Uh,
7: procrastinator. I did, mine, I did. I did mine back on the
5: seventeenth. Mine's been uh, Which done was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, uh, mine's been done for a little while. However, there is another person in our family um, who. Has a lot more in taxes that she has to get done than I do. Mm, and she? Her, who could you mean? Takes her a little while. His hey, sugar mama. Yeah. Because uh, we own a business, and she takes <laughs> she takes care of all those taxes. And on top of that, she has... Honey, you
2: haven't done the taxes yet for our business.
5: Lots of uh, travel expenses that she has to uh, put in as uh, <laughs> traveling for the National Association of Realtors. So, yeah, our, ours, ours is not the 1040EZ form that... Uh, some people luck out and get a do. We have a few hundred pages that have to be done we don't We don't do it ourselves by the way It's too difficult we we'll don't fill, have, fill we out the easy,
7: somebody. but we do fill out the not particularly complicated yeah I go to an accountant i That's mean I, I
2: I would do an easy form, but going to an accountant has uh definitely been a better move for me
5: yeah our, our we've done, gone to an accountant for uh, i mean decades. Yeah, The first year that we went uh, ended up saving us so much money. It's like, well, we're never doing our taxes ever again. They even went back to past taxes that we had filed and got money from the past um, because we had missed some things. And it's like, well, that was worth the money to uh, pay a a professional to do because we're stupid. (laughs) I hear you. Phone lines are open this morning, 208 336 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. A um, few things that we're going to be talking about uh, an investigation surprisingly comes to a close in the uh, search for Michael Vaughn. Now, a part of the investigation is coming to a close. Michael Vaughn is still missing. However, if people were holding out hope, and I know parents at least want to get some closure on this, um, Sarah Wandra, who we had told you had been a person of interest, uh, had the case against her dismissed yesterday by the prosecuting attorneys.
7: Was this the uh, what
5: grandmother? Or? This was the neighbor. Oh, the neighbor. Okay. Remember that yeah. they said they dug up her lawn and dogs said that there had been a body. Yeah. so they in, were going to charge the lawn.
7: her. They were going to charge her with not reporting a death, but yep. they don't have a body.
5: So they have uh, dismissed charges uh, against her. We'll talk a little bit about that coming up this morning. Um, If you'd like to share your tax stories, it is tax day, feel free. I don't know what kind of tax stories uh, you can share, unless, of course, you're sitting in prison and would like to give a warning to everybody about what not to do. That might come in handy. We also want to talk about, this is something news that broke out. I want to get your thoughts on a couple of things this morning. Number one, uh, the Boise police investigation, if you remember, into racism into the uh, Boise Police Department. There was a half a million dollars that was set aside for that investigation. Mm-hmm. That money's gone already.
7: And how long did it take?
5: Uh, when did they start? January? End of December?
7: So, $500,000, three and a half months? Well, no, it's not over. Oh, that's true.
5: Yeah, the, the investigation is... Continue- You're eating this morning. What are you eating? You're Sorry. not sharing?
7: Would you like some gum?
5: Oh, is that? You're chewing gum while I've, you're on the radio? My, hey, fresh I breath is a priority, man. <laughs> no, it's not fresh
7: breath. I uh, have My throat's been dry lately, and ah, okay. so I start to cough and hack and stuff like that.
5: I thought you were over there eating breakfast, and you no. didn't bring any for...
7: No, so I, just been, I, I chew a little bit of gum just to keep the juices flowing. Got so. it.
5: Um, also, I want to talk a little bit about AI, and I want to save this show. Um, 60 Minutes had a very interesting thing over the weekend, and I had a chance to uh, watch it uh, yesterday. I want to save this show from five years from now, and I want to get predictions from everybody on where you think AI is going to be in five years. I know it's easy to say you, you want to think about Terminator and go, it becomes self-aware. It <laughs> 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 launches, launches attack against the United States. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper! I'm curious what you think. Where will AI be? I mean... It has just grown so quickly in the last six months. I mean, it was about six months ago that we heard about chat GPD and people using it to write books, people using it to cheat on their schoolwork. Um, where is it, Where is AI, do you think, going to be in just five years? We'll let you think about that and then uh, share with us. Coming up here for you this morning. I, I'm just curious where you think it is going to be. And this is, like I said, this is something that we're going to save, Nathaniel, and then uh, see what predictions, how close we were with pred- predictions. Are, are are we way off? Some of the things that uh, was shown that AI is already doing with things that, that not put into practical use as of yet, but you can see it coming. Um, and Joe, I'll just give you an example. They had, uh, two robots who were playing soccer and this wasn't something that was programmed. They were programmed to learn to play soccer. Mm -hmm. They didn't, they didn't have to write a code to teach these robots how to play soccer. The robots learn themselves how to play soccer and they get better and better and continue to get better at it. The more they play.
2: It's giving universities a hard time. I know that. Yeah.
5: Because you can't tell if a kid is cheating on their Assignments, right?
2: Well, it it happens that you can have AI write an essay or a paper for you. And lots of people have been doing that, apparently. And, I mean, you can, you can have AI write a paper for you and
7: then just go back and change a few things, put it in your own words if you like. When I was in college, they uh, told us, well, you know, I, I didn't go to college knowing this, but they told us that there were services out there that would, this is long before AI, of course, but these services would uh, write a paper for you. And, uh, you know, because they already had a bunch of them that were pre written that had gotten good grades. And, and uh, our professors, each one of them, assured us that they were aware of every single possible paper that was out there. <laughs> <Sure> <laughs> and they were completely aware of what we did and did not know.
5: Also, the Western Idaho Fair has announced their concerts for the upcoming year. Looks like another good concert season uh, for the Western Idaho Fair. We'll give you the details on that coming up. Adam, a whole lot more. Like I said, our phone lines are open for you right now. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. It's time for our first check on what's going on with sports. This morning, it's brought to you by Pork Belly and Kuna, the place to go. Breakfast, lunch every day. Don't forget, you can check out their menu uh, at porkbellyidaho.com. Don't forget to follow them along also on uh, Facebook because you get in on some great specials that they share for those followers on Facebook, too, at Pork Belly in downtown CUNA.
2: We're going to talk more about Boise State men's basketball today. As we mentioned to you last week, the Broncos picked up a new transfer once again, a commitment on Friday from St. John's transfer Omar Stanley. He's a 6'8 forward. He made 18 starts for St. John's uh, last year, mostly towards the end of the season, though. And he averaged about 15 minutes per game, about five points and two boards a game, although he's probably a lot better than what his stats indicate. And Coach Leon Rice talked a little bit about picking him up.
3: He's, he's got an athleticism to him. He's 6'8 and a half, maybe close to 6'9". I mean that league. The fourth place team in that league uh, won the national championship going away from everyone else in the field. It's crazy, and he was right in those fights every night. So he's done it on a level that you gotta respect, and, and you know his efficiency was remarkable. But I also, the, you know, he's got seven-two wingspan. His best quality, which you haven't talked about, is his motor.
2: And Coach Rice has been accused of trying to put together a super team this year based on just what's out there in the transfer portal. He talked a little bit about putting together a super team.
3: Well, the super team is a team. I'm ahead of the game because I got a bunch of high-character guys that want to do it, and they will put winning first, and they will put um, the team ahead of themselves. And that's maybe the biggest part of creating a super team is that chemistry and, you know, what we had last year that uh, we were greater than some of our parts.
2: Well, nevertheless, Coach Rice has got himself a pretty good lineup, and yeah. we're
5: anxious to see what that's going to look like. You know what I, I do like about the St. John's transfer? Because I think you, you are exactly right when you said he might be better than what his numbers are. I think he takes the place of Najee Smith in that he does all the dirty work, rebounding, playing defense, and it's stuff that doesn't necessarily sh- show up on the stats, but who they lost a big... Big hole with you don't have that person coming back on that team that does all that dirty work like, and more than that,
2: I think you're absolutely right. But they also get another guy who can be a rim protector and play good defense. And Coach Rice is going to talk about that a little later on this morning. So stand by for that. KBOI News Time is
1: 618. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and
5: Chris on News Talk KBOI. Those are important numbers to know, not just to get through and be a part of the show, but also if you'd like to win tickets to the playoffs. Idaho Steelheads, tomorrow night, chance for you to go to the playoffs absolutely free. We'll have another pair of tickets Coming up sometime this morning, when you uh, hear that cute call, be ready to call at 208-336-3700. Good chance to see what's probably
7: win. the best team they've ever had.
5: Yeah. Um, I mean, they set records. Uh, maybe one of the best teams, not just that they've ever had, maybe one of the best teams in the ECL history. Hmm. Um, they set records for most wins in a season, not just here for, for the Idaho Steelheads, but in ECL history, um, ECHL history, they also set for most points scored, goals. Um, I believe they also set a record for uh, holding their opponents to the least amount of goals scored Mm. also. So this, I mean, record-setting team that you're getting a chance to see uh, once again this year, uh, I I would guess um, probably easily the choice to uh, win win the uh, Cup this year. But, of course, you still got to go through. You still have to play the games, and that gets underway this Wednesday night. You have a free chance to uh, see them. Also, um just a reminder, it's already begun. We told you that uh, there's a possibility could be seeing some flooding of the Boise River with the amount of snow we have seen. Uh, you've seen an increase in the flows of the Boise River up around 5,000 square feet. Boise Parks and Recreation, um, with those flows hitting that, have closed a stretch of the Greenbelt because of flooding already so wow. far this year. Uh mm-hmm. portion of uh, Bethany Church River Trail. Here it is, April. 1.6 mile unpaved nature trail located on the south side of the river along Park Center Boulevard, experiencing uh, pools of water and flooding, creating muddy and hazardous conditions. So there are temporary greenbelt closures going on as of right now. River flows, like I said, are close to 5,000 cubic square feet uh, a second and are expected to stay at least there, maybe even a little higher, depending on what snowmelt might be seen later in the season um, that We could possibly see some flooding going on, and here we are, as you just mentioned, only April, and we do have It's minor flooding. It's nothing like we saw in 2017 when we had the the spring of Snowmageddon (laughs) coming off Snowmageddon, so nothing like that as of uh, yet. But just be aware of it when you're out and about, and once again, cannot reiterate enough, stay out of the water. That's from the Boise Fire Department, because they're the ones that have to go rescue you and risk their lives.
7: And and they don't want
5: to. Yeah. Um, email us if you want to take part in the show in addition to the phone calls you can email Chris at KBOI.com Mike at KBOI.com uh, we'll still have uh, some gift certificates for some food to give away this morning $50 worth of gift certificates for the brunchettes that'll be coming up with Casper and Chris damn near impossible question we'll give you that to start working on it in about half an hour uh, right now um, it is 627
0: Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
5: Today is Tax Day. Yes, Mm -hmm. it is the 18th, usually due on the 15th, but because uh, it happened on Saturday, you have till the 17th, but it's a uh, Washington, D.C. holiday, so Mm -hmm. you get one extra day uh, on taxes. Emancipation Day in Washington, D.C. Yep. 208-336-3700. Monty, listening in Montana. How are you listening to us this morning, uh, Monty? I know we Blast in there on 670 AM, but I'm just curious if you're listening on the radio or if you're listening on uh, through one of the apps. Uh, listening on the radio, cruising down the highway. Hey, awesome. Uh, you wanted to talk about taxes this morning.
4: Well, you are right on about them uh, not being uh, any urgency in getting your refund to you, but if you owe them, they definitely want it... Uh, wanted now but we are still waiting on a refund that we have due from 2019 what uh we have yeah we have very reputable uh the best cpas you could get anywhere that we've used for 20 years and our 2019 that was sent in uh that's when they sent everybody home at the irs for COVID. oh
5: yeah and
4: And uh, our return went into a black hole, never to be seen again. So finally, after, and you know how it is when you try calling them, you're on hold for at least 45 minutes before you ever talk to anybody. So uh, then finally in 2021, uh, I talked to somebody, and like I say, it had never they claim they never received it. So in in September of twenty one they said, We suggest you resubmit it and allow twenty weeks for processing. What? Weeks? You gotta,
8: be, like five you gotta be
4: kidding. Yeah. So anyway still today we're we're still working on that because like uh
5: you know You know I gave a You do realize if you had done the same thing and lost it or it got lost somewhere uh you'd be you'd be oh, being yeah. investigated right now instead of hey. just saying hey just refile <laughs> yeah. them and then wait for 4 months how much how yeah. much money just if i if you don't mind me asking were you expecting to get back 3500 that's nothing yeah, to 30, sneeze 30, 30, at now are they going to give yeah, yeah, are, i mean are they going to pay the interest now that <laughs>
7: They
4: don't do no. that.
5: See, no. but if you no. had if you had waited or lost it, you'd be charged interest plus being fined. It's not uh, sure. fair.
4: Yeah, sure, sure. And uh, of course, then I, I've talked to them so many times. I give them their twenty weeks, and then allow some more. Then I call back in, <laughs> and then and and then, uh, then uh, uh, last time I talked to them, they go, "We see where the." Uh, uh, your your return is is has been completed, and there's no refund due. I go, what? Wait a minute. No, that's not right. And I go, I need to talk to a supervisor. Click.
8: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, well, okay, you know what's going to happen next, Monty, right? You know, because they, they're they hiring 87,000 new people to do audits, so you're probably going to be audited next is what's probably going to happen.
4: Yeah, well, that's fine, because our CPAs are pretty good, and they sent them another letter. And so now we're in another waiting period of supposedly only 16 weeks.
5: Oh, well good. See it's getting it's that. getting less and less so that's kind of uh yeah, yeah. kind of a positive. Thank you for the call. Thanks for listening in Montana. We appreciate it this morning. 6.45, time for another check on what's going on with sports. Once again, if you have stories uh, uh, on your taxes, it is tax day. Go ahead and feel free to share them this morning. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. This update on sports brought to you by Pork Belly, downtown CUNA, the place to go for lunch. You might want to be headed that way. They open up at 7 o'clock. Don't forget, coffee drive through. If you want your coffee, you don't want to get out of your car, make it quick. You got the coffee drive-thru through day. It opens up at 7 o'clock, Pork Belly in downtown CUNA.
2: The Golden State Warriors have been one of the best basketball teams in the NBA for quite some time. There's a chance they could be going out in the first round after what the Sacramento Kings have done over the last couple of games.
4: Fox with a rebound. Gives it up to Malik. Monk with 2.25 to go. Long lead pass. Harrison Barnes. Shoulders into the lane. Dumps to the corner. Devion has it. He drives. He kicks. Fox will step into a straightaway three. He's got the triple. Sacramento leads by six at 107-101.
2: That was the call in Sacramento on K-H-T-K, De'Aaron Fox with that three-point shot. But the Kings would need more to finish the deal.
4: Lost the ball, grabbed by Sabonis, feeds in the corner, wide open, Davion Mitchell for three. Score! The triple for Davion Mitchell! And the Kings lead is now nine with a minute 17 to go. It's 112-103.
2: And would you believe the Sacramento Kings are 2-0 and in this series against the Warriors after a 114-106 to victory last night. That win isn't the only thing people will be talking about, though. Draymond Green in the middle of it. He was just plain angry at how he and the rest of his team played last night, and he was ejected with seven minutes remaining in the fourth quarter after stomping on the chest of Sacramento's Debonis Sabonis. After Steph Curry grabbed a defensive rebound and turned to head up the floor, Sabonis slipped and fell in the paint. He grabbed onto Green's leg, and after Green shook off Sabonis' grip, Took a hard step right in the middle of his chest. Well, it got him ejected, and it certainly didn't help the Warriors down the stretch. Once again, Sacramento wins the game and uh, takes a 2-0 lead in that series. The other NBA playoff game happened in Philadelphia last night. It was the 76ers beating Brooklyn 96-84. to I'm Rick Worthington.
0: Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and
1: Chris Walton. This
0: is Casper
1: and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
7: It's time for the KBOI Medical Moment brought to you by Region's Blue Shield of Idaho, featuring Dr. Dan Meltzer. Dr. Meltzer, good morning.
9: Good morning.
5: Doctor, for years we've seen headlines and have heard advice suggesting that moderate drinking, like maybe a glass of wine with dinner, might be good for us. But now, hearing a different take on that advice, can you kind of fill in the blanks for us?
9: Jimmy, yeah, mean, there have been studies in the past which suggested people who drink a moderate amount of alcohol, which, you know, was a drink a day for a woman, two or fewer for a man, um, could actually have some relative benefits for certain medical conditions, things like cardiovascular disease compared to people who completely abstain. But there's a new and pretty powerful study which tells a little bit of a different story. What exactly is, is the new story? Yeah, I mean really at, at the highest level, it's that drinking low amounts of alcohol does not particularly have any health benefits.
5: So why now would we pay more attention to the research than the pro-moderate drinking studies that had been done that we were following previously?
9: Yeah, I'm sorry to deliver the bad news for those of you that enjoy a drink now and then, but the reality is there are three, at least three good reasons to take it seriously. First, this was a big study. There was about 5 million participants, so it gives it what we call power, kind of statistically speaking. The next is that it was peer reviewed and published in one of the preeminent medical journals, the Journal of American Medical Association. And finally, It looked at all-cause mortality rather than just deaths by a particular condition um, when the study was analyzed. We
7: have uh, frequently talked about how challenging it can be for us to consistently get a good night's sleep, and we all know the grogginess that follows a night of tossing and turning. But a new report suggests for some people, lack of high-quality sleep can be a real problem. Please explain that.
9: Yeah, so a new study found that people with poor sleep quality and the genetic link to asthma may actually double their chances of being diagnosed with asthma itself.
5: And why would that be?
9: Well, sleep disorders, things like insomnia, or just not getting enough sleep um, are associated with chronic inflammation. And that, what the research suggests is that our immune system, our immune response generates inflammatory proteins, we call them cytokines, which can result in airway inflammation that then further increases our risk of asthma.
7: Is there anything a person with a genetic link to asthma can do to improve their odds or of, uh, of, of preventing or of uh, delaying onset?
9: Yeah, I mean, for sure. So spotting or treating sleep disorders might, in fact, lessen the risks, regardless of your genetic predisposition for asthma. And it, further studies also found that healthy sleep patterns themselves can reduce the risk of asthma who those, in those who actually have a high genetic risk, up to 40%.
7: That is the KBOI Medical Moment brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho. Dr. Dan Meltzer, thank you for joining us this morning on KBOI. Thank you.
0: Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino.
7: Now
1: back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
5: 10 minutes after 7, 35 degrees in downtown Boise. Just got a text message in. says uh, it is snowing off uh, Gowan Road.
7: Yay! <laughs> on the good side, we're not on Gowan Road. On the bad side, It's probably not going to stop at Gallon Road.
5: Yeah. Um, I guess good news for those of you who like your spring skiing, that means there's more snow coming down at Bogus Basin. Which, by the way, Bogus Basin would normally be closed um, in previous years, but they're open until May 6th this year. Mm -hmm. So um, fresh new powder coming down. Pointed
7: out is the day that
5: the water park also (laughs) opens. Supposedly. Unless it's staying like temperatures like we have right now. It's Mm -hmm. only a couple weeks away. Couple of updates on uh, cases we have talked about here over the last couple of weeks. You just heard in the news there, um, about Sarah Wandra case dismissed the charge of failure to report a death in connection with the disappearance of Michael Vaughn. Um, one thing to take note of, um, this was done at the request payout county prosecuting attorney Michael Duke, uh, filed the motion to drop the charges. Uh, the motion was for dismissal without prejudice which means that if the motion is granted, the prosecutor may still refile charges against Wandra in connection to the Vaughn case if more evidence happens to be presented sometime in the future. Yeah. So this might not necessarily be over. Wandra was arrested, you remember, back in November uh, after Fruitland police said investigators had determined that she may have known about Vaughn's death, failed to report it. Investigators searched the home of Sarah and Stacy Wandra, excavated the uh, backyard outside of the home, Police said they received a tip that Vaughn's remains might be there, but the search didn't turn up any sign of the boy. Fruitland Police Chief J.D. Huff said that they believed Vaughn's remains may have been buried there, but later
7: moved. Wasn't it a case where the the dogs indicated that they did smell A a cadaver, and yet there wasn't one there, so they assumed, well, somebody moved it.
5: Wanderer, though, still faces charges of aggravated assault, destruction of evidence, and possession of a controlled substance in connection with an April thirteenth, 2022 incident that's not related to the Vaughn case. So she's not out of the woods, yes, as far as it uh, goes with the police in the Fruitland area. Another case here in Idaho, high-profile case here in Idaho that we haven't heard a lot on because there is a gag order Radar Online is reporting an ID connected to the University of Idaho murders was reportedly found inside the car of suspect Brian Koberger. Hmm. In it's the development that is the, that is
7: the first we've uh, heard of
5: that. It's a development that's come out here within the last few weeks. You remember Koberger was arrested in December with the connection to the November 13th murder of four university students. Sources told News Nation that at least one ID allegedly connected to someone from the home where the quadruple slaying took place was seized from Koberger's vehicle earlier this year. It's a big deal, a retired FBI agent said. Just like the sheath found next to Maddie with Koberger's DNA on the clasp, it's the same thing in this situation. Why would he have an ID related to one of those people from that house in his car? It's going to be something that uh, he predicts that the defense is going to have a hard time explaining. Yeah, could be a big hurdle. Like I said, there's not a lot of information coming out there because there's a gag order on everybody.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: So the only way you get information is if somebody leaks it. Also, we'll have more information coming up here for you in just a little bit. Uh, story we told you about in Courtland, they finally revealed. The identity of the two men in the shooting at the shopping center we told you about uh, a couple weeks ago right in Court d'Alene where uh, a senior citizen had seen a man breaking into a car. We now find out that he was breaking into his car. That's why he. He was uh, breaking
7: into his own car?
5: No, the the person who shot him, the senior citizen's car. Ah. Um, it was originally said that he, he thought he saw him breaking into other people's cars. It was his car that he was breaking into, um, and ended up having to shoot him because the uh, man tried to run him over. We'll give an update on that story, uh, coming up here for you too in just a few minutes. Right now, though, it is time for another check on what's going on with sports this morning. Brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. They're open. Get in for breakfast. Highly suggest trying out the chicken fried steak, either for breakfast or lunch at Pork Belly and Cuna.
2: We told you during sports yesterday that the Mariners had climbed up to 500 and were looking to keep things going as they took on the Milwaukee Brewers yesterday.
10: Murphy to Terang, swinging a high fly, deep into right field. Hernandez is back, onto the warning track, onto the wall, see you later. Pinch hit, home run. Bryce Terang on the very first pitch, and the Brewers are in front by three. It's 5-2 to two in the seventh. A big blast off the bench for the rookie, Bryce Terang.
2: That was the call on WTMJ. Bryce Terang with the home run to right center field. That was in the seventh inning, and the Brewers did beat the Mariners by a score of 7-3. to three. That will put the Mariners one game below 500 now at eight and nine. They are two and a half games off the lead right now in the American League West, which by the way is held by the Texas Rangers who are 10 and six. Quick question for Mariners fans. Which team in the American League West has the best two players in all of baseball? Oh yeah. The Angels. How are they doing? Well, yesterday they did get a big home run. Theo is ready and pitch number 13 for him. This is lifted high in the air, and this is out by the Green Monster, and this ball is out of here. That is a three-run homer by Renfro, his fourth home run of the season. Angels get some more first-inning runs in this series and have a 3 nothing lead. The call on KLAA, Hunter Refro, with the home run. The Angels would go on to win by a score of 5-4. So what about the Angels? They're at 500 ball. They're just half a game ahead of the Seattle Mariners. Don't they have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout? Yep. Best two players in baseball, but the same old Angels. I'm Rick Worthington.
1: Time for the Morning Market Report.
0: Powered by CapEd Credit Union.
1: Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens.
0: Sponsored by
1: Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise.
5: Jeremiah Bates with us once again this morning at seven twenty-two 722. To talk about your money and we are talking about earnings uh season uh, underway and we've got the dow basically flat nasdaq though is up almost a uh, hundred points and standard and poor up uh, about 16 points ahead of the opening here on the futures but it looks like we're getting off uh started off on a really good foot as far
6: as earnings are concerned huh Oh 100%. I mean the one thing to make note of here is when we're looking at the measuring stick of earnings that you you have analyst expectations along with earnings and the bar was set pretty low. So analysts expected the S&P 500 earnings to be Uh, down almost 5% year over year in this first quarter, which hasn't been the case. Now, we've seen a very small sample size of the overall market of what companies have actually reported. But today, we're getting a little bit broader scope of companies that have reported because thus far, it's been largely your financials, which have come in very strong and arguably skewing the numbers. But yeah, Bank of America posting quarterly results today. Those beat expectations. Now, we're getting out of the financial realm and getting into Lockheed Martin, defense giant. They had better than, Expected first quarter sales and earnings as well. You have healthcare now, Johnson & Johnson. They reported better earnings. They they certainly beat the Wall Street expectations for their first quarter as well. So the start to earnings season has been a, a pleasant surprise, and that's certainly buoyed the broader indexes. And we saw we've seen a little bit of volatility though, because amongst these earnings that are coming in on the positive side, you're still getting Fed speak. You're still getting economic data. You're still getting uh, consensus reports that uh, u.s consumers are very pessimistic on the overall economy but when you look at the actual market when you look at the pricing of these stocks based on what their future anticipated earnings are going to be it's certainly given a bit of a boost and we're seeing that reflect today like you've mentioned mike particularly in the nasdaq what else do we have to look forward to for the rest of the week We got plenty of earnings continue to come through and we're going to see some big, we're going to be, we're going to see some big hits and we're going to see some big misses. One thing that I, I want to touch on maybe if we have time tomorrow, I want to talk about Apple and their, and them uh, entering the space of providing a high yield savings accounts, which now lands 11th on bank rate savings. And I think it kind of adds to this argument of where you have these, Online institution, meaning these institutions that really don't have a brick and mortar establishment, and they're offering these higher rates on savings accounts. Now, here you have Apple, which is arguably one of the has one of the largest followings as far as a technology company. I feel that they're going to make this much more intuitive and much more easy to actually get these savings accounts set up versus the ones that are already existing. So I think that's interesting. But bottom line, for the rest of the week, we're going to get some more Fed speak. We're going to get a little, we're going to get some economic data. uh, But overall, earnings are going to continue to take the grunt of the news and largely will move the market forward or backwards.
5: The other thing uh, I'd like to get uh, maybe one day talk with you um, in layman's terms, uh, we don't have time today um but we're getting close to uh the debt ceiling um basically having either to be increased raised or uh we default on our debts i mean we're we're less than two months away from that happening and there is no movement in congress as of right yet um but i'd like to get uh, you to lay out what does that mean for the average person i mean i mean we hear that it's disastrous for the country but what would it mean to you and i and uh chris if we don't raise a debt ceiling if we could do that later this week.
6: Yeah, no, let's definitely talk right. about it, because there's, there's some effects that would be adverse, but bottom line is, I mean, <laughs> my opinion, it's political football, and they're going to continue to punt that thing back and forth, and it's just going to be a bit of an eye roll, I think, at the end of the day. But, yeah, let's certainly talk about the the, the cons of that potentially happening. All right, looking like the future's
5: cross board going to be opening up a little bit. We'll keep an eye on that, get an update in about an hour, and talk to you again tomorrow morning.
6: Thanks, gents. Broadcasting from the Empire Title
5: Studios, we are
1: News Talk on KBOI. 734.
5: Remember that uh, snow that said wasn't going to stop? We're, you know, right there. It probably was headed our way. Yeah, right. it's, it's snowing right now.
7: Mm-hmm. It's
5: cold, snowy, 34 degrees in downtown Boise. Uh, by the way, we're halfway through the month of April. <laughs> Ready for this crap to be over. That's me April. personally, but I'm not a skier. I'm a golfer. I'm ready for golf weather, not ski
7: came in like a lion, and the next day it was a lamb. The day after that, <laughs> it was back to being a lion, and then there was a couple days of lamb, and then uh, There's a I, few I, more days of lion. I,
5: I think that lion is eating that lamb now. Um basically, the, with what we've seen. Hopefully it won't continue that way. Sounds coming like up Washington, th- D.C. We had about three days of Lion in a row. Coming up this Friday, uh, don't forget, we have another Hometown Breakfast coming your way, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. We are going to be headed to Garden City. Back to Pastry Perfection. I don't believe believe we made a stop at Pastry Perfection last year, did Mm we? No. Last time we were there, Tom Green was with us. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. We've been to Pastry Perfection before. We'll be back again coming up this Friday. A great way to kick off your Friday with another Hometown Breakfast. So hopefully we'll see you out there. Don't forget, you'll be able to pick up the Dagenhart Dozen. What is that? Well, that's Tyson Dagenhart, BSU basketball player. He has a name, image, and likeness deal with Pastry Perfection. And for every one of the Degenhardt dozens that you buy these are his favorite donuts and for every box you buy, you also get an autographed, autographed card from Tyson Hart. So those will be uh, available for you once again coming up here this coming Friday. We'll be there broadcasting live. And, of course, they've got all sorts of pastries for you to start your day with, hot coffee, and a lot more. It's the Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Once again, we will be out there this coming Friday. And in addition to that, don't forget, we have tickets to the Boise Open we'll be giving away once again you want your tickets to see Joan Jett. You want your tickets to see Cheryl Crow. We'll also have a few pair of tickets to give away to Friday night's Idaho Steelheads game. Playoffs going on. You want to go to the game? We'll have tickets for you that you can win by joining us at Paste Refraction this coming Friday for the Hometown Breakfast. Brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing.
0: Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say Alexa. Enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say Alexa. Open 670 KBOI.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
5: 741, it is 34 degrees outside and kind of half raining, half snowing. It it's cold. It is, uh, we are getting some snow pretty much throughout the res- uh, Treasure Valley. Uh, just got a uh, text message in, snow flurries in Mountain Home going on. We've got snow flurries here in Boise. I'm guessing there's snow going on in the mountains because we have heard that I-84 um, closed in mm. Oregon because of a uh, slide off there and then snow. That, so
7: Then that would be a for sure.
5: Yeah, you might want to check your road reports before you head to the mountains. Not a good day to be traveling once again uh, here. Um, told you as we were going to break uh, just before the bottom of the hour, give you um, some more information on that story. We told you about good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy. Lane police have finally revealed the identities of the two men involved in the shooting at the shopping center that we told you about last week. Uh, according to Coeur d'Alene Police Captain Dave Hagar, 74-year-old James Dean of Priest Lake, Idaho. James Dean? James Dean was walking back to his truck with his wife after leaving the shopping center at about 3.30 p.m. when he spotted a man inside his truck rummaging through things. Hagar identified the man as Shane Brown, 30 years old, of Sandpoint. That was a person who was digging through the man's mm-hmm. truck. Dean then drew a pistol, which prompted Brown to leave the vehicle and get into another vehicle a few spaces away. As if somebody points a gun at you as you're robbing them, you would probably do the same thing, right? Dean reholstered his pistol. Dean, by the way, is the 74-year-old man right. um, and was standing near his vehicle thinking that the confrontation was over. Someone called 911. The two men continued to talk to each other. Brown then drove his vehicle toward Dean, hitting him And it also caused him to be on top of the hood of the vehicle before carrying him 20 to 30 feet.
7: The 74-year-old. The 74-year-old. Riding on the hood of the vehicle.
5: Mm -hmm. Okay. because uh, the guy tried to hit him with his vehicle. Crazy. Now, on top of the vehicle, Dean then pulled out his pistol again and fired through the window, striking Brown at least once. Brown crashed into another vehicle in the parking lot. That threw Dean off the hood of the car, which is not good for 74-year-olds, I'm just saying. Probably not good for 50-year-olds, 30-year-olds, or anybody. Brown got, Braun got out uh, and was found lying in the parking lot. Both men were transported to the hospital where Brown was pronounced dead. Cootan County Coroner's office will determine the cause of death. Police are still investigating. I'm thinking it could be that large air conditioning hole in his body that could be the cause of yeah. death. But I guess they have to make it official, right?
7: It would be pretty strange if something other than the gunshot killed him.
5: Yeah, this is this is one of those things. It's weird to think that if this is the way it went down, and this is according to eyewitnesses and also Dean's testimony, you know, that this, this guy could have walked away scot-free, still been alive today if he just would have left it alone. But for some reason he was upset that he got interrupted trying to steal stuff from the guy's pickup truck.
7: May not have been, you know, the sharpest marble in the bag.
5: No. Just drive away, dude, and you'd still be alive today. KBOI Time, 745. Take another check on what's going on with sports. One final time this morning, it is brought to you by Port Valley and CUNA. They're open. Lunch, breakfast, seven days a week. Don't forget their drive through And if you want delicious soups for lunch uh, on a cold day like this, fresh-made soup. Chef Wally is making it for you every morning at this same time. Get in for lunch or breakfast today. Pork belly, downtown CUNA.
2: Good morning. We're going to hear once again today from Coach Leon Rice. Boise State men's basketball has put together a pretty impressive roster made up of a lot of guys that they took right out of the transfer window. So, let's hear from Coach Rice about putting together a super team for this upcoming season. Well, the super team is a
3: team. I'm ahead of the game because I got a bunch of high character guys that want to do it. And they will put winning first and they will put um, the team ahead of themselves. And that's maybe the biggest part of creating a super team is that chemistry. And, you know, what we had last year, uh, that we were greater than some of our parts. But Coach
2: Rice also said a big part of that is getting a couple of guys that can protect the rim and what it does for the rest of the team.
3: You know, you look at some of our great offensive teams, and team, you know, when you had a four and a five that could shoot, and then now you kind of become unguardable a lot of times in, in a lot of ways. And, um, but you're, getting, you're still getting size and athleticism, so it's not like it has to be one or the other. As you grow as a program and your teams get better, you're able to recruit a higher-level guy that can do more. And I think there's been a steady evolution of our program where you're, you know, you're getting guys like that.
2: Boise State did go to the NCAA tournament for the second season in a row and went 24-10 and 10 on the season. That was second in the Mountain West, but clearly Coach Rice and the Broncos looking for more out of the team this upcoming season i'm rick worthington
1: ben shapiro this afternoon at one now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi everybody has to pay taxes even businessmen that rob and steal and cheat from people every day even they have to
7: pay taxes <laughs> Jonathan Winters.
5: It's a mad, 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 mad world. Everybody has to pay taxes, and today is a day that everybody has to pay taxes. Uh, Yeah, I know it's the uh, 18th, uh, but because of the holiday yesterday in Washington, D.C., and the fact that April 15th fell on a Saturday, you get a few extra days, so taxes are due today. Don't forget, also a reminder, that today is also the final day that you can file an extension that allows you Mm -hmm. to um, get your tax uh, return in, you get till October 15th. However, just because you have an extension and you don't have to do anything except file the um, extension today before midnight... You do have to pay your taxes, so you have to estimate how much money you owe, and if you don't come within, I believe it's 10%, we used to file extensions automatically every year, um, you have to come within 10% or pay the amount that you owed last year. If you don't, then you're going to get fines and interest rates on that, too. So just keep in mind, an extension extends the amount of time that you have to file your taxes. It doesn't extend the amount of time you have to pay Remember your taxes. That.
7: Remember that extra easy form that they used to Mm -hmm. put put out just for fun? It said, uh, you you put your name, then it said, how much money did you make last year? And then the next one said, send it in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
5: Seventy-four points to the downside on the uh, Dow since we opened up. Uh, we were above 34,000, uh, now falling back below 34,000, 33,900. Uh, looking like a NASDAQ is still up, Standard & Poor is uh, down so far this morning. Got an email uh, in uh, from Horace. It says, Mike and Chris, I listen to your show every morning from time to time, or from the time I get up until you're done with your show. And something struck me as you were talking about guns and the budweiser anheuser Bush controversy yesterday. I had an epiphany. I think it was Mike who asked, what has changed in the past 50 years? We didn't see mass shootings like we saw this last weekend 50 years ago. We still have guns. We still have about the same number of guns per capita. The bullets haven't changed. Technology hasn't changed. We still have automatic, -automatic, semi-automatic, single-shot revolvers, etc. So what has changed? And then you had a caller later in your show when you were talking about transgenderism and the controversy with Budweiser. That's when I had my epiphany. One thing that has changed in the past 50 years is we didn't have conversations almost daily about men identifying as women, women identifying as men. We didn't have 40 or 50 or 60 different genders that people identify as. We didn't have men beating women in women's sports. I don't know if this were the answer, but if you're asking the question and we're having an honest conversation about what has changed in America in the past 50 years, shouldn't this be a part of the conversation when we talk about what has changed? Or is it even divisive and misogynistic to even bring this up now? That's Horace.
7: So we were asking, why are there so many more shootings now than there used to be? And and his answer is because there are too many genders.
5: We we had said, what has changed? We were trying to come up, what has changed from 50 years ago?
7: How about what has changed that's probably relevant to the conversation?
5: Well, at this point, wouldn't everything be relevant? I mean, in in looking into... Everything, everything that has changed relevant. in america is i mean <laughs> see i disagree with that I, I i think you look into everything i think you look into education well, i think you look into. we'll probably give
7: you plenty to do the rest of your life
5: economics i'm talking about the conversation i'm not talking about blaming i i'm talking i agree with him in that we need to look at everything because what is if you look at just guns nothing's changed with guns from 50 years ago nothing
7: Except the way they're being used by morons.
5: Right. So, what has changed that's causing people that are morons in using your guns differently than 50 years ago? I don't have an answer to it, but I think everything should be open up for the conversation.
7: Well, maybe the only thing actually evolving in society is how stupid people are.
5: And that could be. So, what do we do? Do we get rid of the stupid people? Put all the stupid people in jail? Do we kill the stupid people? What do we do? I mean,. I mean, figure out where they draw the line before you
7: start, you know, making suggestions.
5: I'm not making suggestions. I'm saying we we have the conversation. We we are.
7: I agree. But at some point, the conversation should probably include suggestions. uh, However, until I find out, you know, at what IQ level do they draw the line, I'm not going to suggest anything.
5: And and what do you mean by drawing the line at, at what IQ level for what? uh
7: for instance if you say get rid of all the stupid people and they say hey guess what you fell just short of being a smart person
5: <laughs> well and uh, it, once again there you get you get into a suggestion where it, it like you get rid of stupid people yeah, yeah it, does that and it's not low does iqs. that involve their civil, there are plenty of people with low rights.
7: iqs that have never picked up a gun and killed a bunch of people there are also a lot of people with very high iqs who have been serial mm-hmm. killers
5: yeah 208 336 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll
0: take a break uh, more on the way. Phone lines are open if you want to get through. You can also email us. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the listen live button. Now
1: back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
5: 8.07, don't forget, we have tickets to tomorrow night's hockey game. Still on the way for you this morning. Want to lock in your speed dial 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. The uh, Idaho Steelheads get underway with the uh, playoffs trying to get the uh, Kelly Cup. Might have the best team in ECHL history. And you get a chance to see them once again playing here at home at Idaho Central Credit Union. Listen in for your chance. We'll have tickets coming up yet on the way this morning, so stay right where you're at. I promise we'll have those probably sometime here within the uh, next 60 minutes or so. Phone lines open. Uh, in addition to phone lines, you can email us, Chris at com, Mike at com, John and Eagle, thanks for being patient. Uh, you're on News Talk KBI. Good morning to you.
11: Hey, guys. How are you?
5: doing good would be doing better if it wasn't snowing right now but uh, otherwise can't complain
11: (laughs) yeah exactly exactly listen i just wanted to comment on your on your discussion you were having before the break uh i i think i i have a suggestion or an opinion on why uh gun violence has increased why transgenderism and and that discussion and, and all those things are happening um a couple, three or four years ago, uh, our son went through heavy depression and anxiety at, at age 19, never saw it coming. He was, he was the happiest kid you'd ever meet, light up a room wherever he went, and uh, we discovered that he was suffering with this, it just came out of nowhere, and that he was practicing to end his life, and uh, sorry, this is still hard for me to talk about. But we were always those parents that thought, oh, kids, you know, they, these days, they just need to be tougher. They just need to toughen up. And anyway, going through this experience with our son, I did a deep dive into studying anxiety and depression and why this was happening. And And I have several opinions. I don't know that I have suggestions on how to fix it. But I think the bottom line is I think our brains, the chemistry and the, and the the, the neurons in our brains are changing as we, as we move into this new phase of society where technology is such a, such a heavy part of our life. Social media, uh, instant gratification because of apps that, you, can, you know, you can order food and have it delivered to your door instantly.
10: Mm-hmm.
11: The expectation that everything, we don't know how to process uh, pain and inconvenience anymore,
8: mm-hmm.
11: and we're forgetting that. And I believe, and this is just my opinion, and uh, but I believe that because the, our the, the chemicals and the neurons in our brains are changing, I believe that's why we are seeing a huge uptick in uh, men identifying as women, women identifying as men. I mean, it's always existed, but I don't think it's, as, it's it has existed at this level. Um, and and I, again, just my opinion, but I think it's. I think it's the, the, I keep wanting to say neurology, but it's the chemicals in our brain. You know, our brain could be telling me this is what I identify as. Um, I, I hate to say it, but I don't see it getting any better with AI coming in. Uh, people's jobs all across the spectrum are going to start being replaced. And how are we as a society going to handle that mentally? when we, the, the, the value that we bring to society is no longer needed because it can now be done by a machine better, faster, quicker. Um, you know, on that yeah. note, have a nice day, right? Oh, <laughs> thank
5: hey, John, thank <laughs> you for sharing. I know that was that was painful. Can I just ask real quickly before we go, did your son get the help he, he needed?
11: He did. Luckily, we were able to, to intervene, and he was open to getting some help and he's doing great today. He still, you That's know, he awesome. gets anxious from every once in a while. But communication is open, and right. I am right. eternally grateful for that. And my heart goes out to any parent that has had to that has lost their child. I feel it.
5: Yeah, I, I, we can tell John, and I appreciate you sharing your your story with us this morning. Uh, thanks for coming He
7: he's kind of hit him on something with technology, simply because. For centuries and centuries, probably, I don't know, thousands, millions, whatever, of years, uh, people spent most of their day figuring out ways to survive. You know, figuring out ways to stay alive. Mm -hmm. uh, Figuring out ways not to get killed, not to get hurt. uh, You know, how to get enough food. We had to struggle to do everything. But it certainly did keep you busy all the time. And that went on and on. And it really hasn't been that long that technology has been so prevalent Uh, go back to a time in this country when there were more farmers than anything else because people had to grow their own food Mm -hmm. they had to work from dawn to dusk just to, to raise a family to figure out what was going on and to survive it required a lot of work and it kept your mind occupied it kept you busy all the time well the more conveniences we have now in society the less time you actually have to spend worrying about how to stay alive and how to survive uh... you can you know figure out ways to do that and so your mind tends to think about other things a lot of people go inward and think about themselves and become more self-centered some people don't some people you know go more outward and, and uh, get together with more people but they discover more subjects and they they know more about the world now than probably they used to uh, that's gonna sound strange to somebody who says hey, yeah we were more you know worldly back then in a way you were yes you you knew uh, how tough life could be and so you viewed it in that yeah. <clears throat> in in that respect but now people just have more information at their fingertips and they can figure out how to get something done without necessarily have to put you know, having to put a great deal of time or effort into it which means that your mind has plenty mm-hmm. of time yeah. to worry about what in the past would have been frivolous
5: things I haven't uh, it's interesting because I haven't heard a take like that and I mean it makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. you know, because if you weren't, you weren't farming or hunting, you were going to die of starvation. So that took up all your time. Now you don't have to worry, as he, you know, as much mentioned, it's yeah. like you can call up Uber and say, Hey, uh, give me some food. I, and you have nothing else to do. Oh, you still
7: have to have money that you can get somehow, but there are lots.
5: <laughs> In some instances, of ways, you don't have to have money.
7: There are lots of ways now to get money, you know, compared to what there used to be. Government
5: gives you money for some instances. So you still have all that extra time. You don't have to go out and mm-hmm. work. You have a lot of people that don't work. Uh, another text message says violence, gun or otherwise, hasn't changed. Media has. Here's another one talking about just what we were talking about. This has always happened, but now we have 24-hour media and more importantly, the internet. Well, I'm not a huge fan. I don't think the uh, trans types have a big hand in this. Well, and
7: somebody pointed out the other day. They said that uh, those who are transgendered are probably you know one one. What was it, one-tenth of one percent, something like that of, it's like yeah, of people at the most? Very, very small percentage. And yes, they get in the headlines a lot, but as far as uh, making a huge difference in the rest of your life, they might not be.
5: But here goes the other thing when you talk about headlines. Would would they be in the headlines? And it kind of ties, ties all in here with social media. If we didn't have such instant gratification with social media right now, would, would be here, would we be hearing about this? Are some of the things that happen with gun violence copycat? You know, they, they see the stories. You have all, all these stories that get shared. Yeah. You get social media, people sharing stories and people go, well, heck, I want to be famous too. If this is a way to be famous or infamous, mm-hmm. it's part of the reason why we don't give the names or try to not give the names of people that do stuff right. like this, because a lot of times I, I think they're just trying to,
7: we're not trying to make people famous for doing things that should not be celebrated. Yeah. And, and celebrate is where you get the name celebrity. You should be a celebrity if you've done something worth celebrating, discovered something medically, you know, won a Nobel Prize, uh, done something great for the country, for the world, uh, been a terrific athlete, a terrific actor, a writer, something like that. You should be celebrated yeah. for those activities. You shouldn't be celebrated just for being famous.
5: 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll talk more uh, about this coming up. And it's interesting how it's tying into AI because this is something we are going to talk about this morning. Uh, and this is something we want to hear from all of you. I am curious where you – I want to save the show five years from now and look back and see what predictions are from you, our listeners. Where do you think AI is going to take us in the next five years, I'm not talking 20, 30 years in the future. I'm talking when most of us are still going to be alive For in five years. Where do you think AI is going to be?
7: For your sports fans, this is not Allen Iverson no. we're talking about.
5: Yeah, artificial intelligence. It is amazing what has happened in just the last six months with where we have gone with artificial intelligence, and it's just going to be amazing. I think one one of the most crazy growth things we are going to see in my opinion in the next five years uh is going to be artificial intelligence and i think it's going to affect everybody in some way shape or form but i want your predictions we'll talk about this after news at the bottom of the hour coming up here next 50 dollars gift certificate that's going to be uh, on the way for one of the brunchettes casper and chris damn near impossible question after traffic and weather
0: Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
5: 823 Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question is brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, looking to sell... Buy real estate, maybe you want to invest, call two zero eight 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 forty one twenty eight. 888 4128 Everything having to do with real estate, they can help you out with that one phone call. $50 gift certificate to the brunchettes, your choice. Use it at either Huck House Brunchette, Blue Bench Brunchette, or Brunchette on the Lake. Linda's going to get first crack at it today. Linda, the United States has the largest population of people who speak English in the world. What are the next three countries with the most people who speak English? What is the United Kingdom, Australia, and Canada? That is not it. Keep trying, Linda. 208-36-3700.
7: Those have a big percentage of people who speak English, but not the most people.
5: There you go. Uh, Let's go to Colin. Colin, United States, largest population of people who speak English in the world. What's the next three countries with the most people who speak English?
11: India, Pakistan, Nigeria.
5: That is correct. Second, third, and fourth (laughs) most people who speak English in the world, 128 million English speakers in India, 125 million in Nigeria, and 108 million in Pakistan. Congratulations. Colin, you've got a $50 gift certificate to the Brunchettes.
6: (laughs) Sweet. Awesome. Have
5: Have you ever been to any one of them? No, 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 I haven't. Well, you're in for a treat. Um, all of them unique, all of them different, uh, in some of their menus. They have some menu items that are the same, but, uh, if you, if you want to try any one of them out, um, like I said, their menus are completely, uh, different. So try one out today. You're going to love it. Brunchettes. And, uh, for those of you who didn't get through today, we have, uh, the Brunchette $50 gift certificate we're going to be giving away all week long.
7: Our first caller reminded me of me because you remember the other day you asked me, You try out these questions on me to see if I can get them. And I guessed United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. Australia, and Canada, simply because those would be the places with the biggest percentage Percentage, of English speakers, but not the most English speakers.
5: Exactly. It was a little bit of a trick question, and at least we tricked Linda. Linda, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to trick you on purpose. Just trying to make it a little more difficult, because it is supposed to be the damn near impossible question, right? Right. Right. Stick around. We still have more winning on the way. I want to go see some uh, hockey. Not just some hockey. Really, really, really good hockey. Maybe the best hockey team to ever play in the ECHL. Uh, at least they've set records this year. They're going to be playing Wednesday night, Idaho Central Credit Arena. You have a chance to win those tickets. Still on the way. Lock in your speed dial to win at 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll get back to your phone calls and uh, emails on the way. A lot of emails coming in on our subject today, talking about the mass shootings this weekend. Um, kind of something we talked about yesterday, but it's flowed over into today. What has changed from 50 years ago? 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless.
0: This is Bronco Tuesday, where we discuss the Olympic sports at Boise State. Now, here's Mike Casper, Chris Walton, and the voice of the Broncos, Bob Beeler, on your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk KBOI. It is 838, Bob Beeler with us once again. Before we get into uh, Bronco
5: Tuesday, just have some uh, breaking news that if somebody happens to be flying out, uh, and you're going to be flying out, or having somebody fly in that you're going to be picking up at the airport and they're using Southwest Airlines. Not happening today. Just saw uh, breaking news. All Southwest Airline flights have been grounded. Don't know the reason why as of yet, but that was just breaking news a few minutes ago. All, all of them everywhere? All Southwest Airline flights have been grounded. Don't know why. We'll get to the bottom of it. Um, but just wanted to give that to you, breaking news, uh, as we get into Bronco Tuesday. Today, Bob Beeler with us once again, and we're talking beach volleyball Yeah, today. it's a
10: sport today that uh, we'd kind of like to be with them on the beach in Corpus Christi later this week, and that is uh, the beach volleyball team going to the Southland Conference Championship. Their head coach, Allison Voigt, joins us. And Allison, your team right now, 22-8, and best year in school history. So, Allison, why the big jump this year?
12: jump this year for that uh 22 and 8 yeah i mean (laughs) seems like this year it's been really
5: really good yeah not not why you can jump i guess you have to jump on the beach too or yeah no um
12: no i think our team has done a really good job this year we've had really good matches all throughout and we just had some really good experience at the top of our lineup and we have just been really excited about how the season's been going
7: this this is the uh, the team's first year in, in the Southland Conference. How did they go about ending up in that conference?
12: Yeah, so the Southland Conference, um, we reached out to them for beach volleyball. There's only about eight conferences that maybe yes, eight conferences that host beach volleyball. Of course, it's growing rapidly, and we 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 were been independent since beach volleyball started. So we wanted to get into conference and have a chance to NCAA tournament. And so we reached out, and I think the big thing, too, like going to Texas is a huge thing for recruiting, and that's been a big thing for us in the beach volleyball world. But um, we've been really excited to be able to join with them, and it's been a great conference, and they've been doing really well all year. All right,
5: and I I know you're probably going to give us a little coach speech here, but I'm just curious, uh, as the tournament gets underway at Corpus Christi um, this Friday through Sunday, um, how do you match up uh, against all the teams that uh, you might possibly meet?
12: Yeah, so we actually had a mid-season tournament in the middle of March. So we were able to see all the Southland teams and play against every single one. And we are the third seed going into this tournament. And so I believe Corpus Christi and Houston Christian are just above us in the rankings, but they've been doing an amazing job this year. They've been really successful. And I know a lot of teams that are close to us with uh, Southeastern Louisiana and New Orleans, they are right there too. So for us, I really... I'm excited about our team. I feel like we're playing really well this, at the end of the year, and that's been our focus all year. It's just making sure we're the best team by April, end of April, and I'm really excited about those matches that we have this weekend.
10: Allison, how has the uh, ability to play a lot of the Pac 12 teams helped you? I know you're in a tournament. In the Northwest this week, I can't remember whether it was in Washington or, or in Oregon, but I know you played both of them, and they're traditionally very strong. You've uh, got a winning record, I think it was like 8-3 and three against the Pac-12 this year. So how has that helped?
12: I think it just helps for getting a lot of good experience against really good teams. Um, not being afraid to play against those Pac-12 teams, that's the mentality. Like, we don't care who's on the other side of the court. We just want to play our best. And I think having those that 8-3 record against these great teams just helps us prepare for this end-of-the-year tournament this weekend. Um, and UW, they're number 13. That's where we were this past weekend. We were battling hard, and I thought we left it all on the court and it just shows that we can play at a very high level.
7: How good of a team is San Jose State? Now, you're uh, going to be a third seed, and they're sixth, so obviously not supposed to be mm-hmm. as good. How good are they?
12: So they are... Um, they just got a new coach in the middle of the season this year and they are half indoor players and then half beach only players. And so they are gonna be on the rise, I think. I think they, this year they are improving every single time they play just because they haven't been able to I would say have as many weekends as other beach teams just with their schedule. But I think they're gonna be a tough like a tough team for us first uh, game we play them this weekend.
5: I have a question here and I'm interested to get your take on this because throughout the season, Bronco Tuesday, we talk to many different sports. You look at basketball, you look at football in addition to, you know, the, the Bronco Tuesday sports, uh, where we talk. And it seems like every single Boise State team has had a really successful year this year. Can you point mm-hmm. to anything within, uh, Boise State that is, is helping all the teams seem like they're, uh, attaining success this year?
12: Yeah, I think it just comes down to the coaching staff and like the administration that's just really supporting um, every single sport at Boise State. I think Jeremiah has done an amazing job just asking what we need as a, each program specifically and just going out there to make sure we are able to give our student athletes the best experience. Um, and I think our administration is just backing us 100%, which is amazing for all sports included. And I think, too, I we bring in the right kid and the great fit kid here at Boise State who. Had that? I know it's a kind of one of those things like the blue-collar mentality. Like, they work hard. They want not only on the court but also in the classroom. And I think we, as a whole athletic department, we're bringing in the right kids to be successful here at Boise State.
7: Do you have uh, crossovers on UT? You mentioned San Jose State did, who play both uh, indoor and beach. Are, are you exclusively beach, or do you have uh, some who play both?
12: Yeah, so we are exclusively beach. So we have 15 athletes on our team that are beach only we used to um a couple years ago have indoor and beach players playing together but we are now separate from the indoor team moving forward which is really exciting just shows the rapid growth of beach volleyball just across the country where more girls are playing beach volleyball not um and of course there's indoor separate too but it's been exciting to be separate for the beach only athletes
10: we're gonna be visiting with joey benson here in a few minutes she is only your only senior on the team your team leader. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about her and what she means to the team.
12: Oh, Joey means everything. So she's been our captain the last couple of years and she has done an amazing job. Not only, um, we have a lot of freshmen this year. So I think with the inexperience, she's been taking everyone under their wing this year and just showing them like what our beach volleyball program is about. And she does, does that with such grace and an amazing job. And She's been on the court just a relentless athlete, you know, and she's been um, very successful this year with both partners that she's played with, and she's just someone we really rely on, um, not only on the court but off the court because she's done an amazing job for us in the leadership role
5: coach thanks for being with us uh this morning taking yeah. a few minutes it, it looks like you have a lone senior you have a lot of freshmen um you've set the record mm-hmm. for most wins this year it looks like your program is on a, a great trajectory uh continued success with the team and especially yeah. con- uh, huge you. success coming up this weekend with the uh championships
12: thank you I really appreciate it we're very excited for this opportunity and we hope that the this weekend we're able to make that NCAA tournament, which is only 16 teams for beach volleyball. So we're really looking forward to this weekend, and I appreciate you guys talking with us today.
5: Well, good luck, and we appreciate it. KBOI News Time is 846. We'll take a break. When we come back, that lone senior on the team. We'll uh, talk with Joey Benson next here on News Talk KBOI. It's Bronco Tuesday.
0: Now, back to Bronco Tuesday on your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk KBOI.
5: 848, Bob Beeler with us uh, once again this morning. Bronco Tuesday talking about other Olympic sports at Boise State University. And it's been a while since we talked about this sport. We're talking beach volleyball today. And they
10: are headed to Corpus Christi, Texas this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, with a uh, berth of the NCAA tournament on the line. And we'll visit with the lone senior on the team, Joey Benson. Joey, thank you for visiting with us this morning.
8: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
10: Well, you've seen this team develop, best season in school history right now, sitting at 22-8, and yeah. realistic opportunity to get to the NCAA tournament. Why is this team so much better this year? Why have you guys really taken that step?
8: Yeah, um, I I honestly think it's just a lot of our heart. You know, we've worked really, really hard. We saw last year kind of what was on the horizon and the potential our team had, and we didn't really lose a ton of seniors last year, so kind of we just had the same girls same mentality and we've really been able to just push forward this year so what
7: what does it mean for you personally to to go with boise state from an independent team to uh Uh in the conference that they are now
8: yeah gosh um honestly it means everything i mean this is huge history for our beach volleyball program it's been like one of my goals here just to grow the program as much as i can and I think this is just a huge, huge step. And to be a part of this history, I think, is um, I'm really grateful for it, I guess. So it's really a cool opportunity.
5: So I I see you have a unique nickname given to you by your teammates on the team. Uh, (laughs) I I think it's a a term of endearment, but uh, is it being (laughs) called grandma on the team, a, a term of endearment?
8: I think a little bit of both. I, think, I mean, I spend a lot of time in the training room this year um, keeping my body healthy. But, you know, I, so, so I guess that's a little bit of the old age. But um, also, I've just really tried to be a good example and good role model for the girls and be there for them. And uh, we had a lot of freshmen, so it was kind of easy to take that role on and film the ropes. So it's definitely a term of endearment, I would say. We're visiting with
10: senior Joey Benson. Joey, your partner right now is Eris Vetter. If I'm pronouncing the first yeah. name right, Eris Vetter. You guys yeah. are on a seven match win streak. So, what's it like teaming with the freshmen, and why are you guys yeah. winning it all?
8: Um, honestly, I think her freshman energy and just being really excited about everything kind of keeps me excited about it. And she's just a super, super lighthearted person, and she's easy to communicate with. Um, and I think it's been a good role for me as well. Um, I've had to kind of, you know, teach her the ways and lead her, and so that that helps my game. And um, you know, we just work really well together, and I guess we know how to push each other. And you know, we're kind of relentless out there, so it's been really fun.
7: How does Boise State compare in program and facilities to other places you've seen?
8: Um. Program facilities, I I think, you know, our program is growing just as much as other programs are growing, which is really exciting. Um, You know, we have, I love our facilities. Um, Of course, we're not playing on the beach or anything, but what we have at Boise State, we're really grateful for. And uh, I think it's really comparable to all the other programs out there. And it's good to see all the programs grow. We always like to
5: talk to our student athletes uh, about you know, their their personal life a little bit. Where where did you come from? What brought you here? And what do you hope to do after you graduate?
8: Yeah, so I am originally from Arizona. um, Then I played my first year at the University of New Mexico. And then um, my program was cut after my freshman year. And so I ended up here um, at Boise State. And uh, I just love the culture of the athletic department and everything. Um, And then after... This year, I plan to get my master's here at Boise State, so I'm really looking forward to that.
5: And what are you uh, getting your master's in?
8: It's a master's in kinesiology, so a little bit of exercise science. Now, Joe, you mentioned about,
10: you know, you've got sand courts here, but they're not on the beach. Corpus Christi, Uh Texas is on the beach. Is the setting going to be in the beach this weekend?
8: Yes, it'll be in the beach. Um, But honestly, you know, I think whatever we're thrown, at, thrown into this weekend, we'll be ready for it. We've had a lot of weather and um, I think it's been really good for our team just to adapt to whatever setting we're in and um, I'm excited to be on the beach, honestly, so it'll be good. Joey,
5: thanks for being with us this morning up on time. Uh, when you can, uh, Wish you continued success uh, in the tournament this weekend and uh, in getting your master's And uh, after you graduate. Wish you continued success there. Thanks for taking some time with us this morning. Awesome. Thank you very much. KBOI Newstime is 8.53. More Bronco Tuesday on the way next.
0: Now, back to Bronco Tuesday on your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk KBOI. It is Bronco Tuesday. Bob Beeler
5: with us. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about the latest signing uh, for basketball. And the men's team. Before we get to that, though, um, man, softball team is looking great, aren't they? (laughs) Oh, first
10: place in the Mountain West, leading the nation in home runs as a team. Uh, Kelsey Hall Leading the
5: nation. Think about that. Yeah. That's crazy. They were
10: third, and then they had, uh, I think it was six in a doubleheader on... Wednesday, maybe with the two games over the weekend against San Jose, maybe Oklahoma or Virginia Tech moved back in front of them. But they were ahead.
5: For Are a they uh, going to get to the point where just everybody just stops pitching to Kelsey because <laughs> she hits so many? <laughs> yeah, home runs. Kelsey
10: Hall, uh, who's batting in the middle of the Bronco order, is uh, leading the team in home runs, and uh, she's had multiple home runs in multiple games this season. They're home. Friday and Saturday at 4 and Sunday at at 1. Go
5: watch the game. Highly entertaining. And just real quickly, we haven't had a chance to talk about another pickup for the Boise State men's uh, team out of St. John's.
10: Yeah, St. John's in Queens, New York. Omar Stanley is joining the team, and he's going to give Boise State some size inside. 6'8", 240. Started about half the games uh, for St. John's last year, and uh, I guess with Rick Pitino coming in, he decided he wanted something else. And having been to the St. John's campus... Uh, call a lacrosse game one time, I think it's going to be a different experience coming to Boise.
5: (laughs) I get a feeling he's going to fill the role of Najee Smith. Yes, uh, absolutely. Doing all the dirty work and look forward to uh, seeing him. Energy guy, energy guy. I think
10: think Boise State's off season for recruiting three freshmen, three transfers, I think they've hit
5: home runs. Yeah, I think they have too. Looking forward to next season. A lot of people are too. A lot of uh, season tickets have already been sold. Thanks for being with us Uh, once again. Great to talk to you again.
0: For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, Play 670 KBOI.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
5: uh, let's give you a quick update. Things going on here today, if you are tuning in. Don't forget, today is tax day. Final day to file your federal uh, tax return, state tax return. Also the last day to uh, request to receive a six-month tax extension by filing Form 4868. It's easy to do. You just file it. They don't say you know, oh, you should have filed this a week ago so we could look it over. You can file this by midnight tonight. Now, the one thing you need to do, this is an extension to file your taxes. It's not an extension to pay your taxes. You still must estimate your tax liability and pay whatever it is that you owe to the federal government, uh, or you can still be fined. You can still uh, pay interest on what you owe. It's just that you don't have to file your taxes until October
7: 15th. As as in the cases of all things government, they are allowed to make a mistake, but you are not.
5: Exactly. And if they want to use your money for a loan and not pay you interest, they're allowed to do that. You are not.
7: These things are true.
5: Also, uh, just an update. looks like the complete ground stop of Southwest Airlines has been lifted. However... There are over twelve hundred flights that are now delayed across the United States. I guess and it was supposedly it was computer problems. Similar computer problems to what they had in December when they had over seventeen thousand flights who were delayed in some instances for up to three, four, and five days. Wow. Because as you back up, it causes more people to get backed up. And during the holidays, it won't be as bad because you don't have near as many people trying to fly like you did during the holidays. However, if you are flying Southwest Airlines today, you might want to call the airport and find out if your flight is on time. Because as we said, it was a complete nationwide ground stop one of the words find out if your flight's on time because it isn't yeah um complete ground stop nationwide for southwest that has been lifted but now flights are still delayed as of this morning 208-336-3700, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Got some emails to get to this morning. Our phone lines uh, are open. Um, we still have the tickets for the Idaho Steelheads coming up sometime this hour. You're going to have a chance to win those, so lock your uh, number in at 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you would like. Uh, email in, no name on this one. Says, uh, when you guys were talking about the recent spate of gun violence yesterday morning, I think it was Chris that said, that he thought that there are more morons out there than ever before. (laughs) I agree, but I'd say it's more people with mental illness than ever Mm, before. Okay. Years ago, we used to put people with mental illness issues in state hospitals where they couldn't hurt anyone, even themselves. Not saying we should go back down that path again, but you could make an argument that many of these mass shooters are the type who may have been locked up years ago. And if the extent of their mental illness was known prior to the shootings, they should have been locked up. Now we just heavily medicate people with mental health issues with minimal success when we have social media creating more mental health issues than we'll ever be able to fix or manage.
7: I even said yesterday that uh, I didn't think it was necessarily mental illness. Uh, you know, where somebody just, you just has, thought it was idiots, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there are people who are not the least bit mentally ill. They're just, you know, well, dumb. And as uh, what it was, Forrest Gump said, "Stupid is as stupid mm-hmm. does." So you can have a low IQ and not do stupid things. Yeah or you can just be anybody and do stupid things all the time.
5: Glenn writes in another email, Mike, at KBY.com. Maybe the causes behind more shootings now than 50 years ago has more to do with where we get our information from rather than the higher number of uh, genders reported with an infinite number of news stations and social media channels. It is much easier to spread misinformation and rile people up. So Glenn thinks it's because people get riled up. Yeah. You know, and Instead of, this would fit under your it, if not being an idiot, go, you could be <laughs> riled up and not go shoot somebody.
7: And, and here's another thing. Don't believe everything you hear. Uh, and and saying that, I know that sometimes you can hear eight different sides of a story, and
5: you feel like you have to believe one of them. Well, maybe none of them are true. Jim and Eagle says, 50 years ago, children were not prescribed psychotropic medication because they were energetic. 50-year-age children didn't grow up playing video um, kill games while taking psychotropic medication on the internet with other children who are also on drugs and a few adults with ill intent. Fifty years ago, we respected our parents and teachers. Today, <laughs> we don't even trust each other. Why is that?
7: Fifty years ago, we respected our parents. You and I were kids 50 years ago. Did we respect our parents? <laughs> um,
5: I will say I We were did forced to. For, for different <laughs> reasons. Um, I respected my parents because I was first, afraid of them.
7: The first time in... Uh, Written history Any, anybody ever wrote that the children of today are just incorrigible. You know, I can't get the teenagers to do anything. They have no self. Uh, they have uh, no self-esteem. They have uh, no starting power. They just want to lie around. They don't want to do. You know who said that? Socrates
5: in ancient Greece. Oh, that wasn't fifty years ago. No, <laughs> I I do think that for a certain a certain amount and i don't i don't mean this every to everybody in a blanket statement but in thinking back to how i treated teachers for example uh-huh. and how i see teachers for instance being treated today i i think it's a big difference now granted i went to a very a very small high school we had a hundred people in our high school at the time but you know, and looking at, at our kids as high school growing up, and they're all you know out of high school now. Um, but it, respect to coaches, even and teachers, just didn't doesn't seem the same as it was 50 years ago. No, mm-hmm. I don't know what the reason why, or if this all ties into it. You know, if it is a uh, well,
7: okay, I, I I can kind of feel a little bit of that one because there was a time when you were taught that there were regular people and there was authority and you had to respect authority. There was there were no two ways about it. You had to, if you didn't respect authority, you were just a criminal. That's all there was to mm-hmm. it. Now I think people, not necessarily because there's anything wrong with them, but just because of a, a certain evolution in thought have come to think, well, if I'm going to respect authority, I want to know why they have authority. And are they really telling me something that's better for me, or is it just better for them? And so you question authority. Yeah. And quite often you find out, wow, this guy shouldn't have authority.
5: Well, and you also, you know, even nowadays, you're, you're, you have a responsibility in some cases to question authority.
7: Well, you should always question your government. I mean, what are the Bill of Rights about? Protecting you from your government.
5: Yeah. But I'm talking more more specifically high school. Okay. You know, in, in, in and intermediate school. Same principle. Yeah. It's like... I mean, uh, you,
7: th- that wasn't a pun either. You,
5: <laughs> you just... You, I, don't, I don't remember authority getting questioned like it does you well, know, now in, schools because, in it's, schools. because it's more than
7: it used to be. Yeah. What if I don't do it this way? What's going to happen? Well, there was a time when you were too scared to figure it out. That time has probably passed.
5: <laughs> Play stupid games. Hey, get stu- stupid, stupid <laughs> prizes. Th-
7: that guy does whatever he wants. And, and look, he's, he's happier than I am. What's going on here? Um,
5: text message in says shootings in 2023 are lower than 1973. Is that, I don't think that's true.
7: So they're shooting them in the knees
5: now? Is that what he's saying? Uh, However, in 1953, most places only had two to three TV channels that went off air at 12 a.m. Now we have no less than five cable news Mm -hmm. channels, 24-hour repetitive breathless alert programming. I don't don't think that people are counting the shootings that just get repeated in the news story over and over again.
7: Well, there was a time when news was the most important 30 minutes of the day. So you had 30 minutes to tell people the most important stories of the day. Now you have 24 hours, and you only have to hit the surface of any of them because you're going to be talking about them for the next, well, the rest of your mm-hmm. life more than likely. Yeah,
5: and I get it. Back then, there were. I grew up with three television channels. However, if you had a mass school shooting, are you saying that that wasn't going to be the lead story on every one of those three news channels? Of course it was going to be. So... Did we have more mass shootings back 50 years ago no. than we do? No. There may have that's been. Not, that's totally there, there not There may have been true. more people
7: murdered, even with guns, but not like you know, 12, 15 at a time in a
5: school. Yeah, and we're talking specific, you know, mass shootings. What's, what's as of the right now?
7: The, the biggest school shooting, the first one that anyone really ever talks about, is 1966, University of Texas. The the guy from the Marine Corps, he had a huge. Oh, the uh,
5: college, college, yeah,
7: yeah. He uh, University of Texas at, at Austin. He was up on the big uh, tower and was uh, firing at people. He had a huge brain tumor that was pressing against uh, all parts of his brain. He didn't. I mean, his personality was 180 yeah. degrees different than it had been because of, of uh, the undiagnosed tumor, and he ended up killing a whole lot of people because from that high up he could shoot people who were blocks and blocks away who didn't know anything was going on. And he did. He shot people who were walking out of a store
5: downtown. First uh, high school wasn't it Columbine? It was the first one? Uh, that was the first b-
7: big publicized one that I know of, where somebody went in with just the intent to go in and kill a lot of people at random. Mm-hmm. That used, to, it, I mean, there, there were always shootings. Like there'd be a gang shooting, or somebody'd shoot somebody in the parking lot, or you know, somebody thought somebody else ripped him off or something and, and killed somebody. Those things happened and they still do, yeah. but you really didn't have people just saying, okay, that's it. Uh, if I have to die today, I'm taking 32 people with me
5: or whatever. The other thing too, and and you, you bring up, it's, it's interesting because you don't see a lot of times when it comes to mass shootings, the publicity around some mass shootings, um, that happened like in the city of Chicago you know every weekend and and we know what the definition mm-hmm. you know on mass shootings are what is it yeah uh, more than ones, four people well the ones that shot. get the most
7: publicity are the ones that are completely random right it's not where somebody goes in and say okay i have a beef with you because you just started a fight with me outside it's not gang members anything like that those things are almost considered a little blasé, simply because yeah. that's that's just a part of life if you live in a big city, especially isn't, isn't that someplace weird like Chicago. It,
5: that we've gotten to that point where. However,
7: it's... if you're someplace like Virginia Tech or Michigan State or a grade school or something, and somebody comes in armed to the teeth and just starts killing as many people as possible, all of a sudden, you know, that's more of a story because it is so unusual or used to be unusual.
5: pound 670 on your Verizon. Wow, so take a quick break. Phone lines are open. Don't forget, we still have those tickets sometime before 10. We'll give those uh, tickets to the Idaho Steelheads. Playoff games coming up on Wednesday night. Your chance to go and uh, watch some great hockey, maybe some of the best hockey you've ever seen in Boise. Uh, We'll have a chance for you to win those tickets on the way very soon. Stay right where you're at.
0: The great one, Mark Levin, tonight at seven. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris
1: Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
5: 922, 208, 336, 3700, pound 670 on your rides and wireless. If you want to get through, you can also email us, Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Laura from the Meridian Tundra. Uh, writes in, you guys have had some pretty asinine texts over the years, but the one suggesting trans increase over the years as part of the mass shooting problem takes the cake. Trans identification has been an issue for thousands of years. It has? Whether your listeners believe it or not, it's existed, but it wasn't in the open like it is now in the age of social media. Mass shooters are usually straight Christian males, not trans teens intolerance is more an issue than LGBTQ race, religion, or... Well, I mean,
7: and and, and to a degree, when that was brought up, I mean, it was like if somebody says, you know, uh, things haven't been the same since about the mid-'80s, and I think I know what it is. That's when we got Diet Coke. I knew it. See, that doesn't make any difference either, does it? I knew it.
5: it. Actually, Diet Coke. okay. It's Diet Pepsi. before
7: Before that, we just had Tab. And sure, everyone was disgruntled, but no one felt the need to drink it.
5: Richard in Payette, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI.
13: Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Hey, I was just thinking, you know, uh, on your salt style weapons, why why they couldn't get together. And this might be something Democrats and Republicans both could go with. Is, you know, we've got mental health issues. We've got your other issues you were just talking about. Why, Why not make the waiting period just a little bit longer? Like, say a month or I'm just making this up, but make it a month. And, uh, you know, you might be able to do some studies on how soon these weapons were bought as to how soon they were used. The, you know? yeah, that they were used and it might, it, it, you know, you might, you might knock off a few and you also might, you might start healing up a little bit out here with the, with a fever pitch on all the weapons and all the kids getting shot or whatever. And,
5: you I, know, I, I kind of talked about I this. Got a
13: picture. What was that? Go ahead. I got a picture that hangs on my wall, and it's got a picture of Grandma sitting in a wheel in her in her rocking chair, and she's got a real ugly look on her face, and she says, "Guns aren't the problem. It's hearts without God and children without discipline, and it's going to take a long time for any attitude like that to." get through to where these parents start teaching their kids and the, the values of how important and how much of a honor it is to be able to own a weapon in Idaho. I've got tons of them. I hunt, I fish, I, 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 I you know, I respect it myself, but then again, I would never, I could never see me shooting another person. I'm never, I've always, I was, have I ever had a chance to, or not chance for the opportunity where somebody comes with a gun? No, I haven't. And doesn't mean it's not going to happen, but so many callers come in, and their main idea for having any type of whatever gun is protection. And I know maybe coming down the road that could happen, but, you know, for right for for now, you know, we need to come back to the United States of America as a country, you know, mm-hmm. to be able I- to start bringing us all together again.
5: I kind of talked about this yesterday as as far as my opinion, you know, and you, you bring it up again. It's like, why can't we get together and talk about, uh, you know, a waiting period? And, and the reason we can't and until we fix this one thing where you have people on the right and people on the left that are so stuck in their ideology of what you must do or what you shouldn't allow to be done, that there is no middle ground that they can ever come together and discuss. You know, you have, the, you have the left that says, no, we have to get rid of guns, we have to get rid of assault rifles, we have to get rid of whatever. And then you have people on the right who are saying, no, we will not talk about anything having to do with any gun restrictions whatsoever.
0: And yeah, you have, no, you have just... both of
5: those so completely different that they, they cannot come to the middle and say, all right, is there anything that we can agree on that would possibly work in slowing down? I don't think you're ever going to stop it, but at least in slowing down the mass shootings that, that we have seen over the last decade or so.
13: Yeah, well, I, I just think those are words, you know, that are used all the time. I hear that all the time, that it's a fight between the Democrats and the Republicans. And, and I know in my heart, just as many Democrats died in Vietnam and World War II. And mm-hmm. and, and, and I have voted for just as many. I'm an independent. Person who, if I if I if I, if I your stand on on how your issues are, I'll vote for you for mayor.
5: Richard, we're we're losing you there, um, and we're up on time anyway. Um, but you were cutting out there. I don't know if you're going under a bridge or something. But thank you for the call. Thank you for the thoughts. Uh, appreciate it this morning. 3700, three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we got news coming up here next. We'll be back to more of your phone calls and emails coming up.
1: Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are our news talk on KBOI.
5: 934, he's Chris Weldon, my Casper Mike Kasper, Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Toll free, 1-800-529-5264. You want to take part in the uh, conversation. Um, this is an email and no name on this one, probably for good reason. Says, uh, how says, sorry, wrong one. Um, this one says, why does your news department not feel it necessary to list the unrelated charge this woman involved in the Michael Vaughn case has being charged with? Sounds like something fishy has been going on with her. Where's your complete coverage and quit with the panic pushing with Southwest dude. I don't understand. I don't go down to the strip club and knock the mop out of your hand. I don't know why you feel like it's necessary to say breaking news is not worth reporting to you, when on the same hand in the paragraph before that, you're complaining that we're not giving you coverage of an unrelated charge that Sarah Wandra has, even though we've done that. Chris and I talked about it this morning. We told you she faces charges of aggravated assault destruction of evidence possession of a controlled substance in connection uh, with an April 13th 2022 incident that has nothing to do with the Michael Vaughn case so the news story there is the charges against her for not reporting a death have been dropped it's not mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with other charges should we report on when she was pulled over by police and got a speeding ticket too I, I guess I don't understand the point you're you're trying to make. As far as with the Southwest thing, it was breaking news. People are flying Southwest Airlines today. Mm -hmm. We're giving them a warning you might want to check before you leave because your flight could be delayed. That's all it is.
7: Also, as far as the uh, complete coverage, uh, there are maybe two minutes at the top of the hour and two minutes at the bottom for news. Mm -hmm. And they do try to get in more than one story if possible. So uh, that's uh, about as much as you can get in in about 120 seconds.
5: There, now I'll let you get back to your mopping.
7: If if you don't believe that, try it yourself.
5: Uh, Text my emails in Mike at KBY.com says, uh, how about we have a waiting period for psychiatric drugs, especially if they're going to be used on kids? Need background checks on psychiatrists. How many of their drug patients aren't improving? They just keep giving more and more drugs. How about psychiatrists being held accountable for their actions on their patients? Go after the real source of the problem. People don't kill people. Drugs kill people. No,
7: people kill people all the time.
5: Still going to be people, yeah. E- even though they have drugs, uh, it-, it still comes down to the people having to pull the trigger. The drugs didn't pull the trigger. Mary
7: wrote in to say to add to the dad who called, whose son had issues, and he did a lot of research. Much of the hormone problems he talked about are aggravated or even caused by soy in the diet. Interesting. Soy use has increased, increased 1,000 fold in the last two decades. It wasn't that long ago, KFC changed from lard to soy to fry their chicken. And soy is now the magic ingredient in thousands of commercially produced foods. Soy's false hormone trigger causes men to develop undesirable feminine body traits and women to be obese. It probably does a real number on younger people's developing hormonal changes. It is definitely a never, a, no, newer, sorry. It is definitely a newer change that affects all consumers in America. And fast foods are a big, big source of soy use. We replaced Crisco and hydrogenated fats because that caused uh, heart disease and cholesterol problems with soy,
5: and that is not actually better. Interesting take. I I hadn't heard that one before, and I don't know a lot about soy, but I mean, if we're if we're talking about things, might be something to talk about. Yeah,
7: possibly. Well, and and earlier, you know, somebody had called in and talked about how technology wasn't necessarily 100% good for us. And that's true because uh, we, as a society, we are less skilled when it comes to things that it's no longer necessary to learn how to do because someone will do them for you and cheaply. Mm -hmm. We are uh, probably less able to go out in the world and fend for ourselves with the exception of those people that they put on like, you know, Survivor, or naked and afraid, or whatever. Those people are pretty good, but most of us can't do that because it's not the least bit necessary
5: yeah. anymore. Yeah, we're we're in an instant satisfaction society. Because, for, the mo- for the most, because part. we can be.
7: Yeah, um, you are you are free. We have a softer landing place than anybody has ever had before. You know, if I, I, can, I can go out, I can come up with something weird. I can mess up. I can screw up my whole life, and it's okay because I can come back and land right here, and everything will
5: be fine. That was in case you're just tuning in, that was an interesting take um that came in here, but a couple of hours ago that we just and this all ties into how much instant gratification we have right now mm-hmm. if we want something it's at our fingertips at all the times you know technology is great, but as we're talking about things that are different than there were fifty years ago um and I think you were one of the people. i think you brought this up is like you you had to if you wanted to eat, you either mm-hmm. had to hunt or you had to you had to farm. grow your own stuff right and now you didn't have well, time there was, back it it then. wasn't that
7: long ago i mean like do you, okay this is going to be silly because i know your parents farm uh, but i was going to say name anybody you know who doesn't have at least one grandparent or great grandparent who was a farmer
5: yeah i mean we we butchered our own meat we grew our own meat we we farmed um, we had my grandparents had eggs I mean all, all our eggs if you wanted eggs you didn't go to the store you had to yeah. go out to the chicken coop and get your own eggs and of uh, my
7: four grandparents <clears throat> uh two or three of them grew up on farms one didn't because her dad owned a store where he sold stuff that people grew on farms
5: and how does this tie in and this this ties into where uh, people are bored now you don't you have so much idle time you know, maybe to do stuff. I mean, you think about even going back 50 years, how many people walked to school? Mm -hmm. I mean, you just don't see very many people walking to school anymore. I mean, you go back one generation past you and I, and that's how you got to school. I mean, that was one of the things my my dad, my stepdad, complained about. He had to walk uphill school both ways. (laughs) Both ways, exactly. But his, I mean, it it was a mile and a half for him to walk to school and back every day.
7: Barefoot in the July snow.
5: Good God! If you made a kid today walk a mile and a half to go to school there and back every day, you'd probably be put in jail for child abuse. But right there in in, in that walk, yeah. how much less time did they have to have you know nothing to do and be bored and and be idle?
7: I at, at the age I am now, I walk considerably less than the average person, which is not good. I should walk a lot more than I do. But when I was a kid, you know, we we'd go to the movies or something and. and you know, we'd say, well, can you pick us up at, at uh, 5 o'clock or whatever it was when mm-hmm. the movie's out? And they'd say, yeah, we're going to be busy. It's only two and a half miles.
5: Yeah. We walked everywhere as a kid when sure. I, you know. Or we biked. We had bikes, too. We had too. bikes, yeah. Um, Sheldon writes in, I don't think it's always a mental disorder that causes people to do bad things. Some people just enjoy being bad. This Some, is true. Sometimes I notice just being out and about, lack of respect for others. Common decency isn't so common anymore. That's there are people Sheldon. who
7: go through most of their day, most of their life, and get very little or no attention. And the moment they figure out how to get something, you, you certainly hope it's uh, by doing something good because it might not be. And they thrive on it. They yeah. love the attention.
5: Yeah. And you're, I mean, he's, he's, Sheldon's exactly right. Some people just thrive on being bad. I mean, I think at at certain times, you know, you had bullies that we grew up with. It's like there was no reason for it. They just enjoyed bullying people. They mm-hmm. just enjoyed being bad. They were in trouble all the time,
7: right? Yeah, I mean, and chances are if they weren't a, a bully, they'd be completely irrelevant. And Who wants that?
5: Um, here's somebody, uh, Independent Voter is the name they go by. Uh, this is on something we talked about yesterday. I take offense to the guy who called your show yesterday morning and said it was mostly liberals who are name callers. Just look at Marjorie Taylor Greene and Trump when it comes to name-calling. Also, if you're going to boycott Budweiser based upon an ad, you are a weak individual. It's just a damn ad. It doesn't mean that you're gay. Only shallow, uneducated people think that way. And hey, I still like Kid Rock. He's entitled to his opinion.
7: Uh, Let's see. Two dogs wrote in to say waiting periods. Those exist in California, New York, Illinois. How's the crime rate in those places? Well, the, the, the caller who was talking about waiting periods didn't necessarily say that, you know, bring in waiting periods where there aren't any. He said, just make them longer, okay? If if a week waiting period isn't long enough, make it a month. If it turns out that's not helping, make it three months,
5: whatever. Yeah. I, and I, I don't know the actual numbers or you know if if they've been investigated a lot as far as the mass shooters um we know what was it the the transgender that shot up the christian school she had bought the gun 3 days before um we know that some of the guns you know in some of the shootings were stolen i mean they, they there's no waiting period to steal a gun right mm-hmm. oh i got it. I can't steal a gun. I've got to wait. You know, so some of it, I mean, there's a lot of instances where a waiting period just absolutely wouldn't have made a difference, whether it was a day, a week, uh, a month or or two years. Um, there's been plenty of instances um, where the person had the gun for a long time. True. So I, I, I don't. And
7: I've always wondered why that is. Why is the emphasis on, well, how did they get a gun? You know, I own 12 guns, guns and I haven't bought, purchased a single one of them. They were all given to me. Mm-hmm and i i know you've
5: never shot anybody either chris why, uh, why is that
7: well most people you know no no you know they know enough to stay away but any no i'm just i, I don't know i i guess i don't feel like it yet
5: 208 so that's what somebody
7: said well why don't you sell your guns or give them away well i if i want to shoot somebody i
5: still want to have that option. Oper- you know 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless we'll take a break as we go to break as promised I have a pair of tickets Boise uh, hockey is going to be going on Wednesday night Idaho Steelheads get underway with the ECHL playoffs maybe the most talented team Boise uh, has ever seen here playing hockey you have a chance to go watch the Idaho Steelheads caller number 6 right now at 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless caller 6 you've got that free pair of tickets for tomorrow night's game
1: be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
5: Congratulations going out to Paige Moore. Paige, good job. You're calling number six, and you uh, and a guest are going to be headed to watch the ECHL playoffs. I steelheads going on tomorrow night. Sounds like the answer to how do I avoid big cell phone bills. Paige Moore. Page more? Do people even have pagers anymore? anymore?
7: No. (laughs) Cell phones just made the whole (laughs) paging industry unnecessary.
5: Page, congratulations. Mm -hmm. We'll have more tickets uh, to give away this afternoon. Nate Sheldon has another pair of tickets coming up. Listen, after three o'clock tomorrow morning, quit shaking your head. That was good. That was a good day. Page, congratulations. More. Tickets this afternoon with HM Shut up, Nathaniel. You don't know a good joke when you hear one. All right, that wasn't a good joke, but it was okay couple of updates uh, for you uh, here before we uh, take off in this final segment. Uh haven't had a chance to get to, it, and I wanted to because, uh, number one, one of them is going on today, uh, Idaho Job and Career Fair happening this afternoon, the Galaxy Event Center at Wahoos in Meridian. It's going on from 2 to 6 p.m. today. So if you are one of those people who might be looking for a job, there will be more than 50 employers and other community partners uh, looking to fill full and part-time positions, meet a range of entry-level to experienced candidates, Blue Cross of Idaho, Amazon, Winco Foods, Sparklight, just a few of the dozens of companies that will be at the fair today. In addition to meeting potential employers, candidates will also have access to free seminars on resume writing, which is important, job searching and interviewing. Fair is free and job candidates are asked to bring plenty of resumes. And dress for success. This is not one of those things where you just want to throw on a pair of athletic shorts and a tank top.
7: It's being held at Wahoos, or do you get a job at Wahoos?
5: No, it's being held at Wahoos. Okay. There are over 50 different types of uh, employers that are looking to hire people. One of them could be Wahoos, but it's just going on at the Galaxy Event Center at Wahoos. You remember
7: remember that guy who said that he heard dress for the job you want, and so he always showed up like dressed as an astronaut?
5: (laughs) Did it work for him? No. No. Also, uh, something to talk about. We haven't mentioned this. Um, Hadn't had a chance to do that um, this morning. Emma Bates, who has been on this show before. We've talked to her here as part of Bronco Mm -hmm. Tuesday in the past.
7: Former uh, track star at Boise State.
5: Yep. She finished fifth overall yesterday in the Boston Marathon. She was the first fastest American female to cross the finish line two hours, two hours, 22 minutes and 10 seconds. Wow. That's 26 I can't drive that fast. (laughs) By the way, why is this big? Number one, well, it's a Boise State alum that did it. It's big for that reason. But the win also secures Bates a qualifying time in the 2024 Paris Olympics. So we will have a for, former Boise State alum right. who will be competing in the 2024 Olympics. So congratulations to Emma Bates. I'd like to say you got the KBOI bump, but it's been a couple of years since we talked to you. So uh, I think that had passed, but you did this all on your own. Western Idaho Fair revealed uh, their concerts for the upcoming year. Pretty good concerts again this year. Um, And just like in past years, you will not need to pay for tickets to go see the concerts. It's included in your price of the fair admission. Get into the
7: fair and you can go.
5: Uh, Rapper T.I., Monday, August 21st, he's won three Grammy Awards, known for such hits as Whatever You Like, Whatever You Like, and Live Your Life. Smash Mouth and Spin Doctors will co-host a concert on Tuesday, August 22nd. Uh show features uh, Smash Mouth's biggest song, 1999's All-Star. You remember mm-hmm. that one?
7: Hey, now. Spin, You're an All-Star. Yep.
5: Spin Doctors. Two Princes. Uh, Little Miss. Can't be wrong. Two Princes. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we move to country on Wednesday, August 23rd. Uh You have Jimmy Allen. He was uh, the Country Music Association's New Artist of the Year back in 2021. He will be there on uh, Wednesday, August 23rd. Then Bush, Thursday, August 24th, British alternative rock band. Their biggest hit, probably Glycerin. So
7: so not George
5: W. No, not George W. All right. Uh, Then Justin Moore, another country act on Friday night. Uh, Moore performed at the Albertsons Boise Open back in 2019. Uh, Has number one country songs, Till My Last Day and If Heaven Wasn't So Far Away. Um, Once again, grandstand gates will open up at 6 p.m. for all concerts begin at 730 shows first come first serve concert reaches capacity, which, by the way, it has in the past. Um, We have set records here over the last couple of years. Uh, Fans will not be allowed inside unless other people exit. So it's like one in one out. Advanced tickets for the fair cost the same as last year. Ten dollars for adults, nine dollars seniors, 62 and older, eight dollars for children 6 to 11, 5 and under get in free. Carnival wristbands however go up this year. 2 bucks from last year, $32 in advance, but wow. you do get access to the sky ride. That's that uh like the ski lift that you see right. over uh that wasn't included it's in a, the past. It's basically so. a gondola. Yeah. So you get access uh to that also. Tax day today, don't forget. If you're going to file your taxes, uh you have to do that before midnight. We used to do I, I don't know if this happens anymore because so many people file online. Is the main po- post office still open until midnight?
7: Is yes far as i know it is
5: you remember you remember i mean there were many years that uh at the station i worked at we did live broadcasts yeah. oh. up until midnight
7: i remember the year that you were down there dressed as bill clinton <laughs> and deb corson was dressed as hillary clinton <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, those were the days. So much fun. Uh, yeah, uh, we used to pass out stuff, give away, uh, uh, sign up people for, for free stuff that we would do drawings for the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but now since the the invention of filing online, I don't think too many people go and uh, drop off their taxes in that's, person. That's, that's the main reason
7: I don't know is, is I've e-filed e- mine for like, what, the last 12 yeah, or 15 years. I, I, so. I'm
5: pretty sure almost everybody does that, right? Nowadays? Don't know. That's about it for today. Thanks for being a part of the show. We didn't get to talk about IA. I promise we're going to do that because I want to save this for five years and see what your predictions are. If you want to predict where artificial intelligence is going to be, email us. We'll talk more about this coming up here tomorrow morning.